what is up legendaries it is amina lee so for today's podcast episode we're going to discuss the barbie movie which comes out in theaters this summer and also we're going to discuss lsu women female basketball stars who if you didn't know lsu became first time champions and it's been amazing but of course um sadly some of the basketball stars have received you know some backlash so i'm going to briefly touch on that but the main focal point the main chunky wonk of this podcast episode is chloe bailey's album so i'm gonna talk what happened to her album the rollout why wasn't it promoted song wise i've been watching reviews non-stop for like an hour just to talk about it in this podcast because i'm so like dedicated to discussing this topic but if you just want to scroll to that part um scroll ahead i get you girl but if you listen to the whole thing hey girl i see you but what is up legendaries it is amina lee and of course before we get started do not forget to you know of course like this podcast subscribe because duh turn on post notifications and of course when you review this podcast it means so so much to me it truly helps me a lot so love you guys but let's get straight into it so the barbie movie comes out this summer in july and when i tell you guys the trailer has been all over like all over twitter i've been loving it if you look at my twitter likes there's been nothing but like barbie movie likes there's like this one guy on twitter who goes under everybody's tweet and says if you say something bad about the barbie movie he's going to like harass you it's so funny not funny but you know what i mean but anyways so the whole basis of the barbie movie i just love when trailers don't give you the entire insight of the movie but pretty much the trailer just shows you know barbie who is portrayed by margot robbie um who is going to kill this role and shows her being the perfect barbie but the main plot of this whole entire film is that she's not deemed to be perfect enough i think let's look at the exact description of what it says it says after being expelled from barbie land Barbie, wait, this is so weird. It says, after being expelled from Barbie land for being a less than perfect looking doll, Barbie sets off for the human world to find true happiness. So, of course, we see in the trailer, towards the end, she's in the car about to go to, you know, human world. Um, That's right, girl, find your rights. <laughs> and pretty much Ken is like in the back of the car. So Ken sneaks off to Barbie World with her. And I'm super excited for this movie. I If I literally grew up playing with Barbies nonstop, Barbies, Bratz, I love, love Bratz. I definitely would love to see a Bratz live action film. Um, I know there was like one a couple years ago, <laughs> but like a new updated one because that one had... A lot of flaws, not gonna lie. Um, but at the same time, it was good, you know, in my little eyes. But now I'm looking back at it and I'm like, ciao, bye. But, anyways, but I'm super excited for this movie. I know Dua Lipa has done a couple cool tracks for this movie. Very surprised. Um, another artist did not do some tracks for this, but. It's another topic for another time, but super excited. This movie comes out July. Um, so far, I think I might go back and just re-record this podcast. I'm going to give it like a 
I'm going to give it a 10 out of 10 before. I even see it. I like the trailer. I have high hopes. But, of course, I'll do an updated review and rating if, you know, it isn't fulfilled, you know, my satisfaction. But let's get into this whole LSU situation for the second topic of legendary, legendary hot topics this week. I like that. Um, pretty much if you didn't know, if you haven't seen, it's been all over. So if you haven't seen, check your phone. Um, LSU has become first time champions, which is amazing for the women's basketball team. But you might think this is an amazing thing. It, it is an amazing thing. And I love how women's basketball, just women's sports, period, is getting so much more recognition. And when it comes to the LSU basketball team, um, a player called Angel Reese is like definitely at the forefront. Of course, there's Flage as well, from who I, you know, first recognized from the rap game. But I definitely love like her whole branding and everything. Gotta give her shout out to that. I'm like, yes, girl, you get the bag. But Angel Reese is definitely like the main focal point of the LSU basketball team. Now, let's clarify. I want to clarify this. It takes more than one person to win any game, including a championship, period. Don't care what nobody says. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about publicity. When people are talking about the championship, most people are posting Andrew Reese first. Just want to put that out there. I don't want people getting mad at me. Like, I mean, why'd you say that? Right? <laughs> Anyways, so... It was in one of the games where Angel Reese was um, playing against Caitlin Clark, who is amazing. Oh my God! Shout out to her, Caitlin Clark. Whether you become, whether you go to the WNBA or you become a sports, I don't know, girl. But you gonna do something. I don't know what you gonna do, but you gonna do something good. Okay. Anyways, so she did like a high, like it was weird. Like she did like a hand, like a high five, like a John Cena move. And Kaylin Clark did it first, but when Angel Reese did it, it became a problem. Now, I'm going to open up a poll to ask you guys, like, what would you do? Do you think this was wrong? Do you think that she should have received the backlash? And usually, I don't really like to get personal with topics like this, but I will say, especially as being a black girl who loves sports and a black girl who has done sports content, I know how hard the criticism criticism was with that. So I could just imagine how it was with her doing that John Cena move. Because you got to think about it. When you're playing any type of sport, just imagine gym volleyball. You know those games she was playing high school and middle school, how competitive they used to be? Just imagine that at a D1 level. That is just competitiveness through the roof. So Caitlyn and Angel are just being competitive as the whole entire, you know, both teams. So it really does suck that, you know, she received backlash for it. I'm I'm not going to lie because, you know, is it a race thing? Um, I'm going to be honest and I think that it is because, you know, Caitlyn did the move first and it wasn't deemed as problematic until Angel did it. And that really sucks when it comes to black people in sports. Um, You know, we do something that, you know, our white peers might do and they might not get, you know, any slack for it. But when, you know, a black person might do it, it's like, ah, shoot, get him. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not even like funny because it's like, you know, this really does happen and there's legitimate proof and it's happening. 
generation after generation after generation. And um, Kaylin did an amazing interview as well. And she talked about how she's a big fan of Angel and how, you know, she really shouldn't be getting this backlash. I think it's stupid. Like, I think the whole thing is stupid. Like, celebrate, you know, teams. Um, the team that won, of course, um, you know, it's Kaylin Clark. She's an amazing player as well. Her and her team as well. Um, definitely hope that, you know, they win next year. Cause they, I would, that would be a dope, you know, you know, story. But at the same time, let's focus on LSU women's basketball team. This is their first time ever winning a championship, guys. Like, this is, like, super freaking dope. So, shout out to the LSU women's basketball team. Shout out to the coach, everybody. I know that Joe Biden invited the team um, to the White House. Actually, both teams. Um, so, I'm not sure what's going to happen. I'll keep you guys updated with that. But let's get into Chloe Bailey. This is going to be a little bit more minutes focusing on Chloe Chloe's albums. So, let's get into it. Alrighty, legendaries. So, for the last part of this podcast episode, let's focus on Chloe Chloe. <laughs> I mean, Chloe Bailey's album, In Pieces. Now, if you weren't aware, Chloe Bailey recently, you know, released an album. And I, I hated the rollout, not gonna lie. We're gonna definitely get into that. Because if you don't know me, what's up? My name is Amina, and I'm a huge lover of everything. But music is like, oh, and I um just am a huge lover of it. And I've done videos on TikTok, including how I would direct this person's music video or things I wish this person would did would have done. And I'm gonna do that with Chloe um a little bit more in this whole entire segment. So when it comes to Chloe Bailey's album and pieces, I watched a lot of um reviews and a lot of people said the same thing. Um and I'm gonna tell you guys what they said. So first they said how Chloe doesn't know her audience. Who is she speaking to? Who she's targeting this, you know, album to? And honestly, I agree. And when you think about it, for example, right? Every single album has to have a target audience. For example, Summer Walker or SZA. We know that her the SZA munchkins and the the Sizzalations and the or the Summer Walkians, you know, whatever their fan base names is. They have that specific fan base. Mariah, like, I can name multiple R&B girls. And I'm not even doing this to compare because I think Chloe and all the other amazing girls are in their own lane. But it's just, you know, for example, so you guys can, like, further understand, of course. But when it comes to Cloco's album, like, not even kidding, she doesn't have that target audience. Like, okay, Chloe, are you talking to women who... Was and they bag up independent women? Are you talking to the the girls who was crying late at night, three a.m. Like woohoo, will you break up with me? Like who are you talking to, Coco? Like come on, that girl. And it's not even like, and I just want to like clarify that this is not even backlash to Chloe because I feel like any body of work, especially this would be your debut album, is phenomenal. We'll want to put that out there. But when it comes to her next bodies of work, you know, I feel like she should have listened to some, you know, criticism. I feel like that should be like that with any case, right? And we don't know what's happening behind the scenes as well. I always, always emphasize that. Now, when I was also watching a view, some people said they didn't really understand what Chloe was saying in some of her lyrics. So they had to like go back and rewind what she said. You know, everybody has their own like, some people might get it. Like people say that about SZA. 
be like, I don't understand what Susan said. But I, I, I could be like, I understand Susan clearly. You know what I mean? I don't know if it's like a Scorpio thing, but like, I understand Susan clearly. Was it what Candy was like? Candy Needy was like, we see each other. That's me and SZA with like her lyrics. Like, I see you, girl, with your lyrics. I see you. So I, I know some people said that about Chloe's album. That was that. Now, another key pointer when I was watching these reviews is that people said that Chloe doesn't have a hit song. Now, I know she released a song. Let me get the exact title because I don't have time for me. Body Do. That's the name of this song. It's more of an upbeat dance um, song. And honestly, I feel like this type of song should have been a single. And that's the purpose of singles. I feel like... Let me let me stay on track. <laughs> when it comes to a song like Body Two, amazing, right? Upbeat, cute, could have had a doja feature, could have had a dochi feature. Like, you know, like the the, the girlies, right? That will body a verse, right? Um of course there's so many more girls I could have done that. But I just feel like when it comes to, like, my own personal take, I just feel like the rollout sucks, right? Now, let's see, what have what would Amina Lee have done when it comes to Chloe Bailey's, you know, album? I would have had so many things. For example, Chloe looks like a shattered, what is it, a shattered doll? She's holding up a heart. I would have had a statue of Chloe's statue, right, of her holding the heart in New York City. Because, you know, New York City's a big damn city. <laughs> Los Angeles, I would have had it in, um... Or you could have even just done those two cities. Or even you could have done, like, Atlanta. You could have done Chloe's hometown. Or you could have done something where people... Or Chloe herself went out and actually was, like, holding the heart. Or you could have had, like... What are those people that, like, stand still and all of a sudden they start moving? I'd be like, ah! Like, you know, like that? <laughs> Literally. I'd be like, girl... I used to scare me when I was little, by the way. I wanted to say that. But... You could have had that, and then I could have went viral on Instagram and, you know, TikTok and Twitter, and people like, oh my god, Chloe has an album coming out, I didn't know, right? That's one. Even, like, with the interviews, interviews are super important. That's what I hate when people say media is not important. Media is super important to utilize, because I know Chloe just had a interview with Lotto, and I'm like, yeah, Lotto's cool, she's amazing, but I want to see more from Chloe, I want to see her on the... Tamron Hall show. I want to see her, you know, talking to the shade. I want to see her talking to the neighborhood talk. I want to see her talking to Hollywood Unlocked. I want to see her talking to Teen Vogue or doing, like, you know, a girl's the Teen Vogue. Because when it comes to media, people see, okay, Chloe's talking to this audience. Okay, I'm going to stream that album. I'm going to stream that. And I know she came up with a, um, a feature with, like, Future and everything. Which is pretty dope as well. But I feel like when I was watching the reviews as well, a lot of people said that... Excuse my voice. I don't know why I sound like a, a little boy. <laughs> um, a lot of people said that she really didn't need those features. Which is actually a good thing. Because when you think about it, in today's generation, features be saving songs. Like, it's literally like a transplant. Like, they saving you on your own song. And that... that <laughs> That shouldn't even be the case. But Chloe is like, when you think of Chloe, right? She's such a phenomenal artist. The vocals are there. Honestly, I think when it comes to in pieces, I feel like there was probably so many songs that were scrapped that a lot of people would be like, damn. 
now that's now that I feel like I guarantee you one of the many songs that she scrapped could have been a hit like the hit that could have taken Clo Clo from famous to dang I singing Clo Clo in Tokyo and I, I'm so serious like I don't care if you guys find like this footage of me talking from like years from now be like oh my god I mean you said that now you're I mean winner yes I said that because I feel like when it comes to Chloe Bailey and it's like ugh, she receives like so much hate and backlash already and I personally feel like so bad for her but when it comes to Chloe, I feel like she has the talent she has the charisma personally I feel like for the album cover I, I wasn't really the biggest fan of it I will say that like I, I love Chloe Chloe but album cover was not my fave but you know like when your uh, artist is talented and you see them putting in the work that's when you know what's good and I feel like when it comes to like her album you know for me I would give her like six out of ten seven out of ten this could have been psh, the rollout even if the album wasn't my fave right and I'll be like well psh. you know what Chloe I saw you do this activation in New York or or a surprise come meet Clo-Clo. I keep calling her Clo-Clo. Or a surprise come meet Chloe at, you know, New York City. Fans get to win, you know, an exclusive dining with her. Stuff like that is super important. I feel like these labels love to depend solely on social media followers when that's not the case. Because an artist can have 10 million followers and not even 100,000 of those 10 million followers were even by the record. And that's the crazy part. Labels pour all this money into all of this stuff, but it's like the activation. I mean, I feel like Chloe has already undergone, you know, the artist development stage. We we get that. Chloe Chloe's good on that stage. But when it comes to activations, don't be scared to spend a little dime onto an activation like you would do on other projects that serve no purpose to your artist's, you know, career. Whether, like I said, whether it's like a dinner party where you get all the music, um, celebrities together, media together, whether it's, um, like I said, you could have had somebody hold up a heart and replicate Chloe's album and 42nd Street and people like, oh my God, they could have taken pictures and stuff like that. And I feel like that's stuff that really like grassroots stuff that's really going to, of course, that's going to go viral like you need to like i just feel like these labels like need to stop depending on people's like followers and i feel like they really just like rely solely on that and i know chloe's going on tour that's amazing that i love how you know she's continuously going to get the word out but i just wanted to really focus on chloe's album i think it's super dope i think it's super amazing and i think that she definitely um does deserve more so that was the whole point. It's never to be negative because I would hate for somebody to be negative more on me. Just like honest criticism. I'm never going to like give someone criticism and I'm belittling you. Like that's really like hatred, <laughs> right? It's honest criticism. Like you're talented, you're amazing, you're beautiful, but there's so much more that you can do. And there's probably so much that she's going through behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So that's that. But let me know what you guys think about today's legendaries legendary weekly hot takes um we had barbie we had lsu and of course chloe bailey's album in pieces so much you guys think we're gonna open up the q a and peace bye and blessings legendaries